faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman who today finds it necessary once again to call on his friend Batman for assistance. We'll join them in just a moment. But first, here's Superman himself with a personal message for you. Hello, everyone. This is Superman bringing you best wishes for a very Merry Christmas from Lois Lane, Perry White, Jimmy Olsen, and myself. You know, after so many years of half-heartedly celebrating this wonderful holiday while the world was at war, while the many men and women we knew and loved were scattered all over the globe, Christmas today is very extra special. It's special because many of our friends and relatives are back home to celebrate Christmas with us. And because once more, peace on earth, goodwill to men is more than just a beautiful phrase. On this Christmas Day, let's all determine to do everything we can to see that this remains a lasting peace on earth through the everyday practice of goodwill to men. You see, wars grow out of misunderstanding, hate, and intolerance. All things that were preached against by the Prince of Peace, whose nativity we celebrate today. Now, if we try to understand our fellow men, if we avoid hate and banish intolerance, we would do away with a cause for war, and this scourge would forever disappear from the earth. Try to remember always that, as Abraham Lincoln said, all men are created equal. Regardless of race, creed, or color, we're all humans, entitled to the same respect and privileges. Here in America, all of us, black and white, Catholic, Protestant, and Jew, are all Americans. And we must live together peaceably at home if we are to live in peace with the rest of the world. Let's see that forever hereafter there is peace on earth, goodwill to men. A Merry Christmas to you all. Now, the adventures of Superman. Everyone and welcome to the thrilling adventures of Superman, a podcast where Superman still stands for truth, justice, and the Christmas spirit. My name is Michael Bradley, and this is episode 94, the second annual Thrilling Adventures of Superman Christmas Spectacular, or as I like to call it, Christmas Spectacular 2, Electric Snowman Boogaloo.
I love Christmas. Oh, sure, almost everyone loves Christmas. They like gifts. They like the pageantry. They like the hustle and bustle of the season. But me, I'm more a fan of the Christmas spirit. Sure, giving and receiving gifts are nice, but I've come to a place in my life where it's not about gifts or trees or, or colorful decorations strung about the house. Whether any of those are a part of it or not, I still like Christmas. I like bringing joy to shut-ins by going around with my friends and singing Christmas carols. Heck, I love Christmas carols, period. Even the tongue-in-cheek goofy ones like you're hearing right now. I like the twinkle and sparkle of Christmas lights. I like the unselfish gleam in a child's eye at seeing a newly decorated tree. And I like the feeling of love and warmth of gathering with friends and family and, and just enjoying the time together. As I was doing my Christmas shopping yesterday, I was having a bit of difficulty finding just the right gift for a certain person on my list. And at one point, I stopped, and my thought was, I don't care. It's not that I don't want to buy gifts for people, especially my family and friends, but getting and giving gifts isn't what I look forward to at Christmas time anymore. What I look forward to is the time on Christmas morning that I will get to spend with my family. Time when I can just cast out of my mind any trouble or stress or worry and just enjoy the time. For me, Christmas is one of the few times when I can just forget about everything and just enjoy being. I try every year to sit down and watch A Charlie Brown Christmas. And for that 20-25 minutes, I can just stop and relive a time in my life when I was a kid and had no worries, you know, no responsibilities. And I love that. Christmas morning is the same type of situation for me when I can just hang out with my family and just enjoy, like I said, just enjoy being. And I hope everyone has something like that in their life. If not Christmas or another holiday, something. Even if it's just sitting down to read a comic book. I hope everyone has something or some activity in their life where they can just stop, forget about everything that's, that's negative and, and stressful in their life, even if it's only for a half an hour, and just be totally in the moment and completely happy. But coming back to Christmas, I like that despite the huge gamut of cultures and belief systems we have across this country and continent and world, Christmas is something that it isn't universally celebrated, but you'd be very hard-pressed to find a time of year that is celebrated and enjoyed by more people from such diverse backgrounds. So... Welcome, everybody, to the second annual Thrilling Adventures of Superman Christmas Spectacular. Despite the fact that episodes of the show have been more and more sporadic of late, I just couldn't let Christmas go by without putting together a special holiday episode. I, I, I just couldn't. Like I said, I like the spirit and joy that comes with the season, and I really enjoyed putting together last year's episode 
and hearing the uh, Christmas-themed episodes from other podcasts that I listen to. I had planned on and, and really wanted to do an episode similar to what I did last year, looking at one or more Superman Christmas stories from throughout the years, but unfortunately my schedule just didn't allow it. Uh, I've been putting in a lot of hours at work lately, um, even more than usual last week because of some additional training that I've been asked to go through for some added responsibilities that I've been given and, and that will really come into play next year. And between, you know, just the normal holiday stuff of Christmas shopping and, and whatnot and my day-to-day responsibilities of, you know, life, <laughs> there was just no way that a full-out Christmas special of this show like I did last year was going to happen this year. And I feel really bad about that because I love doing this show and I know people enjoy it, and I was really looking forward to, to doing another Christmas episode like I did last year. But life has got to come first. But like I said, I just couldn't let the holiday go by without putting together something special. So what I've decided to do is do something just a little bit different this year. Um, a little something special that in that instead of talking about Superman, I'm going to treat you all to a reading of two classic... Christmas pieces, A Visit from St. Nicholas, and another that is a bit closer to really not, on, not only my heart, but, but the theme of Superman and Clark Kent and Clark being a, you know, reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. First, though, what I'm going to do is set the stage with a little seasonal music, maybe toss a log on the fire and grab some hot cocoa. And then I'll be back for our holiday readings, and I really hope you'll join me. Oh, by gosh, by golly, it's time for mistletoe and holly. Tasty pheasants, Christmas presents, countryside's covered with snow. Oh, by gosh, by jingle, it's time for carols and Kris Kringle. Overeating, merry greeting from relatives you don't know. Then comes that big night. Giving the tree the trim You'll hear voices by starlight Singing a yuletide hymn Oh, by gosh, by golly It's time for mistletoe and holly Fancy ties and granny's pies And folks stealing a kiss or two As they whisper Merry Christmas to you Then comes that big night Giving the tree the trim You'll hear voices by starlight Singing a yuletide hymn Oh, by gosh, by gosh 
It's time for mistletoe and holly Fancy ties and granny's pies And folks stealing a kiss or two As they whisper Merry Christmas to you Often attributed to Clement Clark Moore, A Visit from St. Nicholas was first published anonymously in the pages of the Troy Sentinel newspaper on December 23, 1823. The poem, which is often referred to as Twas the Night Before Christmas, has become an indelible part of Christmas pop culture, especially in America. Growing up, my family never had a, an annual tradition of reading it together, but I've become personally quite fond of it and, and how it captures such an iconic part of the holiday. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes they were tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his sack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke of it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know that I had nothing to dread. 
He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Santa Claus comes tonight. No more days to count, but the even longer wait begins. The suspense of having to wait from bedtime till morning. Yes, kids all over the world say their prayers and go to sleep, knowing that when they wake up, the little fat man with the long white beard will have stopped by their houses and left the answer to a wish from the most wonderful, magical sack there ever was. Stop reindeer paws Out jumps good old Santa Claus Down through the chimney with lots of toys All for the little one's Christmas joys Oh, oh, oh. oh who wouldn't go oh, oh, oh. Who wouldn't go Up on the housetop Click, click, click Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick First comes the stocking of little Nell Oh, dear Santa, fill it well Give her a dolly that laughs and cries One that can open and shut its eyes Who wouldn't go? Who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick What a glorious bill Here is a hammer and lots of tacks A whistle and a ball and a whip that cracks Who wouldn't go? Who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click Down through the chimney with good St. Nick
ho ho, who wouldn't go? Ho ho ho, who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click click click, down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. Next up is something much closer to not only my own heart, but Superman in general. As regular listeners know, I work at a newspaper. Even in this day of digital first, gotta have it now, facts or no facts reporting, newspapers and true journalism are a vital part of our lives. And while it's rarely recognized at the time, the permanency of a newspaper provides opportunity for historical additions to our lives and culture. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. 
is the name given to an editorial written by Francis P. Church in 1897. It appeared in the September 21, 1897 edition of the New York Sun in response to a letter written by eight-year-old Virginia O'Hanlon. Upon publication, it was an immediate hit with readers and went on to become one of the most reprinted editorials to ever run in an English-language newspaper. The Sun reprinted the editorial every year until it folded in 1949, and it has been reprinted in hundreds of newspapers across not only the United States, but overseas as well since that time. The editorial reads, We take great pleasure in answering thus prominently the communication below, expressing at the same time our great gratification that its faithful author is numbered among the friends of the sun. Dear Editor, I am eight years old. Some of my little friends say there is no Santa Claus. Papa says, if you see it in the sun, it's so. Please tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? Virginia, your little friends are wrong. They have been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They do not believe except they see. They think that nothing can be which is not comprehensible by their little minds. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours, man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect, as compared with the boundless world about him as measured by the intelligence capable of grasping the whole truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist, and you know that they abound and give to your life its highest beauty and joy. Alas, how dreary would be the world if there were no Santa Claus. It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There would be no childlike faith then, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. The eternal light with which childhood fills the world would be extinguished. Not believe in Santa Claus. You might as well not believe in fairies. You might get your papa to hire men to watch in all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus. But even if you did not see Santa Claus coming down, what would that prove? Nobody sees Santa Claus but that is no sign that there is no Santa Claus. The most real things in the world are those that neither children nor men can see. Did you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not, but that's no proof that they are not there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders that are unseen and unseeable in this world. You tear apart the baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside, but there is a thin veil covering the unseen world which not the strongest man, nor even the united strength of all the strongest men that have ever lived, could tear apart. Only faith, poetry, love, romance can push aside that curtain and view and picture the supernatural beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Ah, Virginia, in this world there is nothing else real and abiding. No Santa Claus. Thank God he lives and lives forever. A thousand years from now, Virginia, nay, Ten times ten thousand years from now, he will continue to make glad the heart of childhood.
Well, folks, we have come to the end of our annual Christmas Spectacular. Christmas is less than a week away, and I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas, and that you're able to spend it with either family, friends, or other loved ones, or possibly all three, if you're very lucky. Unfortunately, I have to work on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but I don't actually have to be in the office until mid-afternoon on Christmas Day, so I'll be able to uh, spend at least a few hours with my family. And as I said earlier in the show, that is the one thing that I am most looking forward to this holiday. Plus, I am scheduled off the two days after Christmas, and some of my extended family has plans to get together over that time, so... I am hopeful and optimistic for a very good Christmas. Either way, I'm glad you could join me this time out, and thank you very, very much for indulging me in a little non-Superman activity for the, for the holiday stories. I really do hope that it brought a little brightness and a little cheer to your holiday. Next episode, uh, whenever I'm able to get to that, we'll be looking at the 18th storyline from the Daily Newspaper Strip, and I really hope that you'll come back and join me for that as well. Before then, though, please remember the Superman homepage and the Superman Podcast Network. Both sites have all kinds of Superman-related content, and I'm sure some of the other shows on the network will have Christmas-themed episodes as well. Um, As I record this, Charlie Niemeyer has already released a holiday episode of Superman in the Bronze Age, And I'm sure there will be more out, either by the time you hear this or in the days ahead. As always, Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster and is copyright DC Comics. I hope you all have a very merry, happy, enjoyable, and safe Christmas and New Year's, and that you're able to spend both holidays with your family and friends and loved ones. So thank you once more for listening, and I will talk to you later. Merry Christmas. stars are brightly shining it is the night of our dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul
Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown.